Welcome to Evil Genius Radio. Tonight we're going to talk about some books turning into movies, Jurassic World and how it ruined Corey's childhood, and Fallout 4. I'm Peter, here with Corey, Steve, and Johnny. Let's get into this. So Ready Player One, written by Ernest Cline, being directed by Spielberg. I'm so psyched about it. It's one of my favorite books of all time. I think I've read it at least like 10 times now in three different forms. I, uh, I actually just finally picked it up three months ago after finally realizing what Johnny's uh, gamer tags and all that were <laughs> and uh, his ultimate screen name. And I have to say it's become one of my favorite books. Let's just say well. it's a fucking obsession for Johnny. Once yeah. they offered Johnny's, out free DeLorean, got he, was, like, he was fucking hard. Yeah, come on. <laughs> of this book. Look, the author gave someone a free DeLorean and actually hid a contest in his book that no one found for like the a first year, year of, of it release. being released. Yeah. That's pretty damn cool to me. And he kept it quiet until somebody actually found it. I mean, he had extra DeLorean stashed in his garage just waiting for someone to come <laughs> and take it. It's it a fucking prize on its own. One day. Yeah, well... Um, it was sitting in escrow. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's quick summary of it. It's a story of, you know, a young boy in kind of a near future where it's a little bit dystopian and everyone finds refuge in an otherworldly... Um, in a virtual reality system. Yeah, called the Oasis. And the Oasis is sick. I mean, like, it's just everything you ever wanted out of any pop culture... Just if you can in imagine this beautiful it, it fucking world in, while yeah. like the rest of the world is just this deteriorating yeah, horrible just, reality you can actually go into anything your imagination wants anything whatsoever not to mention the consistent 80s references that we all love oh planet, that helps planet yeah. star wars planet star trek you know there was neuromancer uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of like watching gamer right like you the, the, the movie, movie yeah uh, Sim- uh, similar to it, yeah. Similar yeah, I mean, to like, it, you experience a, a virtual reality existence, yes. But the movie Gamer was based on somebody's actual life at stake. Yeah. So unfortunately, uh, <laughs> but then, no, they have the second world. You know, with if the you, life's in, and it's you, just whatever you want it to be. You can be if you die you in the be. Oasis, you deleveled. That's really all that happened. But either way. I'm really happy to hear that Spielberg is helming this because I believe he can actually do it justice. And Spielberg, that can we go trust. either way. Yeah. No, you guys forget about all these shit movies. Uh, what? Like what? Like, like the what? last Tomb Raider. I like the Tomb Raider movies. Dude, the Tomb Raider movies are, are real. Yeah. Like, they're pretty dope. <laughs> the second one, not so much, but the first one I mean, was no, awesome. I don't think anything's okay. sexier than Angelina Jolie with dual fucking guns, man. Yeah. Dual pistols? Come on. Yeah. Okay, so... Tomb Raider aside. Considering no, mo- a lot of <laughs> Spielberg's work is referenced in the novel. He's, it is. And it's, he's it's, the perfect commodity to be doing is, this. It is, but that was before, uh, what is it, Crystal Skull. Oh, that's let's not talk about that. Yeah, um, no, yeah. we have to because you guys drop all the shit movies. What, no, Indiana you know Jones and in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, which yeah, was a aliens. Nightmare. yeah, but yeah. I, aliens. But I feel like Spielberg's heart wasn't into it where he really loves this book. No, Spielberg's going to take this book and throw aliens in it. And there are aliens in this book. Technically. In the real life uh, areas of the book, though. <laughs> not, not the VR. <laughs> They're just going to start showing up. <laughs> it's just going to be god-awful, and all of a sudden, Indy's going to be there holding a crystal skull. <laughs> <laughs> we hey, live, guys, I made it into the entire movie. We live in, we live in trailer. Like, 
You've you've won. Look, the, the whole thing Indy is with the crystal skull. We live in trailer yeah, park just, towers because aliens attacked. But I think he could do this, the movie in a better way. Like he won't. He uses CGI. He uses all the technology available, but he doesn't. It's not a crutch. Like Michael Bay, it's it's a two hour long explosion. Fest. That's yeah. all he fest, has, and that's it. This movie, if you read the book, will have to be a mixture of a good story, actually feeling the humanity in it. Along with all the pop culture references from music, TV, uh, movies, anime, toys. Um, okay, so we've all sat here and read the book. There's not much of that that book that can be done without the use of CGI. So a lot true. of this movie will be... But there could be a huge downfall in the movie where like they just use CGI and only focus on the fiction of the movie. Where they don't focus on the real life story of it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. They That's have the truth. to incorporate some of the real life story into it, though. They Otherwise, don't. You they lose could give you. They but they, give you're the saying it. They could lose it. You lose the storyline to it. Then. As long as they keep the message behind it of how big corporations will go out of their way to fuck up games for money. <coughs> EA. Um, <laughs> I mean, that that's the most important thing for me, anyway, in that book. So as long as he's got that in there, I'm happy. I don't care. You know, I'm super excited to see this movie because we have this technology here and now. It, it leads us to an eventual future, hopefully. And actually, like you know, you said, you can see little inklings of this. People want to live in their virtual worlds. There's people who've dedicated over a decade to World of Warcraft. I was Second addicted life. to it. Second Life. Eve. Um, let's not even talk about like the poor people in Korea and Japan and China where they'll die from living in these worlds. And all they'll be doing is literally spending every free moment either, you know, playing this game or quote unquote working like gold farming or some or leveling or something of that's that nature. And they don't want to come into the real world. And it's actually a big problem in Japan where they just isolate themselves, which is hit in that book. And hopefully they keep to that in the movie. Not to mention, knowing the four of us, wouldn't we want to live in a room, small room with no windows? And just trapped I mean, in virtual I'm reality. I'm having sunlight, man. Like, <laughs> that's kind of recent. Don't take away my fucking vitamin D. <laughs> well, that's okay. We can get you some vitamin D lamps for your pods. Exactly. Good. Maybe you're right. Yeah. I mean, like, but there, there's more to it than that for sure. Yeah. But leading on, I mean, it it can go really well or really really shitty, and that's it, what I'm afraid of. It's an of. easy book to fuck up as a movie. It really yeah. is because it has such a huge following that like. It's either going to disappoint everybody. What's really going to disappoint me if is if Spielberg decides to take it and make it two movies. Yeah, no, that, oh, that, that would not. Like, yeah. they, that they would just, ruin it. That would. And given given you the know, state of movies lately, the state of movies. Let's drag it out and make some extra cash off of it. Like let's turn the shortest book in the Lord of the Rings anthology. Let's turn the Hobbit into a three movie long, three hour, three series long movie, which made no sense. No, but. Hopefully they don't screw it up because it's a movie that can hit all ages, races, and, you know, social economic backgrounds. Everyone can feel in this. And it could be a really, really big blockbuster with a good message, or it could be another thing put in the dollar bin at Walmart. <laughs> it definitely could. And moving on, I mean, me and Steve just finished reading The Martian. and Yeah, I know. Steve hasn't stopped Ridley talking Scott's about Ridley Scott's about it. to fucking do that, too. Hopefully it's aliens and not Prometheus. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the real hope of it. I mean, The Martian was an amazing novel. See, had I had I not just shit on Johnny two minutes ago about forgetting all the terrible movies, he would have not brought up nope, Prometheus. No, I wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, The Martian it has a great story. It's satirical. It, it touches your heart. It makes you want to... 
It makes you want to experience some struggles. And my problem, I, I have a problem. See, I found out Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. <laughs> I found out that Matt Damon Matt was. Damon. Uh, one more, guys. Come on. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Okay. Now that it's out of your system, it's never out of my system. Especially since, from what I'm seeing of the trailer and the little thing you've told me about, is a lot of it going to be a narrative with him. So it all is, I'm going to hear gonna in my be, head. It is going to be an hour and a half of Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. I found. I started reading the book a couple months ago, and I found out that Matt Damon was cast as the lead character. And he was very iffy about it when and he was talking to me. I, I tried to finish reading this book with the image of Matt Damon in my head, you know, as the main character, and I couldn't tie the two together because he just doesn't fit that role. He, he really, you need, like, I feel like you need, like, a really geeky fucking dude to fit this role, not this A-list actor. You need, like, somebody uh, on you know, like, every, every man. man, because this character, he's... He could be anyone. He's from just what... this nerdy guy. Did that you guys? Works for NASA. Did you guys happen to see uh, Interstellar? No. Okay. <laughs> so I know of it. <laughs> Matt Damon also has a spot in Interstellar as a, an explorer that gets sent to another galaxy and freezes himself. Long, okay. long and short of it, he becomes an asshole. Okay. So he becomes himself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, he becomes Matt Damon. <laughs> Um, hey, why are we knocking Matt Damon though? The dude, he does the right thing in real life. It's just a joke. It's, it's not the real life Matt Damon I have a problem with. He just doesn't fit the character the way that Steve envisions it. Anybody else would. No, I, I would not. I would. I not honestly, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd prefer some, some plays, B list. I'd prefer some B list actor that I've never heard of before playing this nerdy um, geologist. Because that not a geologist. He was a botanist. Shit, a botanist. He was a botanist and an engineer. Oh, okay. You that know, would explain why that he makes survive. okay. So at least this one has a trailer out, which you just showed me. That makes a little more sense on how he is able to figure shit out, right. on, In this and movie, you know, he's a botanist and an engineer, and Matt Damon is is unfortunately typecast into a very specific role. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if you took like Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon. But he's not that guy anymore. No, no, he hasn't been that guy since Goodwill Good Hunting. Hunting. <laughs> <laughs> and I would be stoked for like Goodwill Hunting, Matt Damon. Right. But if that was the only movie he's ever done. So a quick thing is, what's a basic plot of this book? Um, I mean, not to spoil too much. Can't right? like, can't really give it to you without giving it away. What the trailer showed. Uh, the trailer <laughs> showed not much of anything. No, but basically... So he gets stuck on Mars. Uh, his next possible chance of rescue is four years away. With limited supplies. He was supplied for 31 days. That's foresight right there, NASA. Nothing's well, gonna possibly go wrong. Nah. Well, the, the way NASA was explained in this... Yeah. ...was that they planned for 31 days, but they were only supposed to use, um, what... Three weeks, portion, worth three weeks okay. worth of rations. Three weeks worth of rations. Three weeks worth of rations. So there was extra rationing done. There was extra water sent. You know, freak occurrence, problem, unexpected. He also wasn't supposed to get left there. No, I know. Okay. Again, freak occurrence. And his, his escape out of the system was used by his um, flight, flight flight crew. crew. Yeah, and I got that word. It, it, it exists in my brain. <laughs> What are you afraid that 
right? Ridley Scott might do wrong. He's not just the of, actor. He's afraid of the thing that all directors do to books, like create giant alien snakes that pop out of eggs. It's not and even that. Stuff it's, touch it's, it. it's the fear that like you're going to take these novels that you can really connect to, yeah, and shit all over. And it. Sh- but it's the same thing with, you know, things like. Corey walks into the room this morning and he's upset about Jurassic World. And why is he upset about Jurassic World? Because Jurassic Park is part of your childhood. It's something you connected to and you were like, this would be fucking amazing. Very this would true. be the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen. But One he's in- pissed off because it doesn't... It He can't separate the two. I, I just can't. <laughs> Jurassic World upset me something fierce and it might be upsetting me more than it probably should. <laughs> so honestly... What Jurassic World did for me was, holy shit, dinosaurs. They were not CGI, they were all animatronic, and they were beautiful. They looked superb, they looked realistic as hell, to the point where people actually thought that Steven Spielberg killed a Triceratops. We've all seen that photo. Oh, yeah. Okay. But seriously, my problems with Jurassic World, and spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it, the plot holes. I, I can't with these plot holes and the okay. stereotypes. I, they're, they focus too much on the people rather than the park and its flaws like Jurassic Park did. Jurassic Park, you can see what happened. Why disaster happened. Jurassic World, it was like, okay, people are really stupid and make really bad life decisions. Okay, true. And let me... One of the main characters was this teenage this teenage boy. Okay. Every single scene up and towards the middle of the movie was him looking at other teenage girls without saying anything. But it was every scene he was in. Like, we fucking get it. You're a teenage boy. You want to fuck something. You're going through puberty. You're trapped, <laughs> like, in, a dra- you're trapped in a park with dinosaurs. And, and all you, you can fuck think something. about is fucking. But I kid you not. See this movie and you will see that same exact scene at least four times. So it's, it's like ridiculous. overkill. Like, we get exactly. it already. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, come on. The acting. The acting was another bad thing. They literally looked like they were reading from a script. There is nothing more to it than that. What do you mean? Like the way that they presented, like that they they came across. It was yeah, just it was like, like oh, we have these dinosaurs. We have to do something. Like, oh, like okay. come on, okay. There's really? no feeling, no, no emotion, it's no like, anything. Okay, robots. It. That that's fan fucking tastic. Another thing, this whole movie was a giant Mercedes commercial. <laughs> the product placement was way too fucking strong in this movie. Okay. Every scene, Mercedes. Every scene. It literally made me want to go out and buy a fucking Mercedes. <laughs> it was that bad. Um, the, the owner of the park, this billionaire Indian dude. So is it a separate park? Just quick, because I didn't see it. It's, it's the original. It's the original, it's the original location. So but they, they built fire, over it. firebomb the shit out of the fucking dinosaurs they, that were there. They, they rebuilt over it. There's actually a scene that shows the the part at the end of Jurassic Park where the T Rex comes and fights the Raptors at the end of Jurassic Park. Yeah, and, yeah. There's that actual area in the movie. Okay. Oh come on. This okay. Indian dude who owns it. He's trying to get his helicopter license, and he's trying to be like a badass, even though. Clearly, you might be a billionaire, but how the fuck did you actually obtain this fortune? Like, you're stupid as hell. Why would you do this? Why would you do that? 
You don't even have your helicopter license. Why would you fly in the battle with someone holding like a 50 cal machine gun? Because it's fucking awesome. That's why. <laughs> yeah, but it, they Michael Bade the shit out of it. Oh, Lord. And then the last thing that pissed me off was the woman who was like managing the entire park. She ran in heels the whole fucking time like it was nothing. Like, okay, these are the greatest running heels apparently ever. <laughs> Millis- so basically she's a hooker. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of people died. Lots of fucking people died in this movie. Okay. okay. At the end, she just walks away scot-free like nothing happened. Why the fuck are you not in cuffs? You should be responsible for this whole thing. This is your fault. It was your idea to genetically create... A new species of shit. Limited liability waivers. Yeah. That's crap, though. Limited liability, liability waivers. waivers. I would have loved it. When, I buy this when you ticket, purchase your ticket, it re- says it. Every ticket you buy, it says it at the bottom. Oh. Now, I have, a, I have a question for you. Yes. Um, I, I knew that it was the same park. I knew that from the trailer. My question is, timeline. This is... Oh. What'd they say, like... 15 or 20 years, some shit like that. Like, a long time. And the Indian guy, they did... They did, um... Kind of branch in the Jurassic Park. And the old... The old man who owned Jurassic Park... Yeah. Um... Gave him... And him the rights and the formulas and everything to create this new park. Okay. And the ending of it... Wait, are you talking about the Asian guy from the first one who... Was doing the DNA splicing? B.D. Wong's character? Yeah. No, he was in this too, but I'm talking about the old man. Okay, I don't know who you're talking about. Though. Yeah, you do. The one with the cane with the mosquito and the amber. The guy who created his whole idea. Hammond. Wait, yeah. John Hammond? John Hammond? Yes, John Hammond. He was in the movie again? No, oh, but they made he a did. reference to him. <laughs> he, he's, yeah. he so killed he himself after movie. his dinosaur paradise Honestly, failed. if it didn't have any reference to Jurassic Park, I would have accepted it for what it was. If it had but, just been a dinosaur movie, an action movie, it yeah. would have been okay. But, but the I fact honest, that they... I honestly would have rather watched Jurassic Park 3 again in theaters than this... this that's kind of terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and that... that I, mean, yeah, I still haven't seen uh, it, but I still feel like I'm all for like going to see it. Yeah. I, and like, I need to go see it. Just, I, I just feel like I'm going to do you'll the same. see what I mean, though, and you're like, why... They do Prometheus stupid. And Uh-oh. you know what I'm talking about with Charisse Theron running in a straight line with this thing coming after her instead of her just jumping to the side. Yeah. That kind of stupid. Yeah. All throughout the movie. Like, too much of it. Like, okay. This is no longer believable. Like, you're watching <laughs> it and it's too much. You're like, why are they doing that? Yeah, What's like, going com- on? Real, you on. find yourself <laughs> questioning more than actually watching the movie or getting into it. Exactly. Okay. Ugh. I just... I, I wish I did not see that movie. So... Before you got here, Corey, we spent like two hours trying to watch the E3 cut it coverage, which was terrible. Some one of the it technicians just, got yeah, fired from somebody from definitely Bethesda got Seder. fired because I saw his desktop way too many fucking times for my own good. We we seriously thought Steve was like going on his phone and just going through like Chromecast and screwing around, and it was the actual stream oh of the God. conference was going to this dude's desktop back and forth. But like going through and watching the Bethesda. The entire thing, like, I can say I'm stoked for Doom, and we should definitely talk about that another day. Yeah. yeah. I'm stoked for Doom. Um, what else did you take away from Bethesda? 
Uh, Dishonored 2 looks pretty cool. Dishonored no, 2. No, my old review of Dishonored 1 still stands. Well, Bones, not worth 60 bucks. No, maybe. Well, well I said it looks pretty cool. Doesn't mean I'm going to pay full price for it. I'll I mean, wait for it to go on sale. Like, oh, I'll, but I'll tell you something I'm going to get day one. It's Fallout 4. Fallout 4, yeah. Finally I mean, got announced. And I was so, so psyched about it. We definitely it. did not get Rick rolled this time. No. That was... It was beautiful. It looks like an amazing game. Um... Very detailed. They took a lot of the feedback from uh, I'm people. I'm glad they didn't release it sooner. Why? I'm glad they spent their time on it. Okay. Yeah, well, Bethesda's good with that because they always have a game in development and, you know, it alternates itself. Which, But, again, they took a lot of feedback from the players from uh, Fallout 3 and from New Vegas, and they implemented that. Although the one... The biggest risk I was kind of afraid of was them going with the narrative storyline where your character actually has a voice now. Yeah. Which could go a little bad, and there was the whole rumor that I was hearing that it wasn't going to like offer a female character for players to choose from. But, again, the, their presentation proved all that wrong. Very customizable for on uh, both ends for your characters. Uh, seems to be very engaging from the get-go on setting everything up, setting your character up. It doesn't feel awkward or forced. forced. It doesn't feel forced. It feels at all. like something that would happen. And then you get to see the brand new wasteland out in Boston and the surrounding area, and it looks great and it's huge. And um, another rumor, which wasn't really shown much in the uh, trailers, was that they're bringing the factions back from New Vegas. So you'll actually have a lot of more player choices on which way you go. Hmm. Well, honestly, I'm not saying it was a bad game. I just was not a fan of Fallout 3, and even I think Fallout 4 looks incredible, and I will probably be getting it as well. <laughs> so I'm going to be saving my bottle caps for that one. I mean, I'm definitely stoked for it. Like, seeing all the mass customizations, seeing that you can build a town, seeing... Custom which is well, new. Custom yeah. weapon building. Custom weapon custom, building. Custom yeah, town building. Like, I'm gonna be spending hours building weapons. This takes this takes you know single player games to a whole new level because most single player games you just have this crazy storyline and you're like that was awesome. I felt like I was in. But part this of gives it. you so much this more. This gives to do. you this gives you infinite possibilities yeah. and that's really fucking incredible. Yeah, like sixty bucks, eighty bucks, it's well worth your money to do something. Hundred twenty bucks with a pip boy that can actually go yeah, on your arm. I, mean, like, I, don't <laughs> I need to be the asshole walking around with a pip boy. I feel like I need to be the asshole walking around with a pip boy. You probably will be the asshole I know. walking around with the pip boy. I'd wear that shit to work. It'd be great. <laughs> but um, th- with, again, with the customization, that's what they took from a lot of feedback because that was a lot of things on the message boards on Steam, on Bethesda's sites, and just community forums in general. It's like. You're telling me that I'm I'm making my way and surviving in this post-apocalyptic wasteland, but you're telling me I can create this and make this, but you're not giving me the option to. So it was cool when they showed the weapons. That was awesome that you can actually customize gear, and all the junk actually like, has yeah, a point. You can like break down expanded. junk into material. But the fact that you can build your own settlement and that it's not isolated to one spot in the game. Like they said, there's multiple areas throughout that map. And you map. can set up roving, uh, roaming traders. Yep. Trade routes. Like, it, it makes it feel like this is totally post-apocalyptic and this is what you'd be And in. this is what I'm making for myself. I'm really wondering if the rumor of the map being three times bigger than Skyrim is true, though. Because they said, again, that they wanted this game to be able to last for a couple of years while people waited. 
um, versus Fallout 3. New Vegas came out, but people are still, like, looking more towards a Fallout 3-style game. And while they're working on the next game, they actually are saying that people will have more than enough quests beyond the main storyline that it will be hundreds of hours of gameplay. And it's the same thing as Skyrim. People still play the game four years later and haven't beaten every quest, still find something new, still find something to do. And at the same time, it's Bethesda. They're widely known for dropping some really good DLC. Oh, yeah. And the yeah. DLC is usually <laughs> lengthy. Yeah, so that's true. I it's... spent a good four hours in, in one of the uh, Fallout New Vegas DLCs the other day. Yep. Four hours. That's you know, pretty that's... significant compared to what other developers put out. the fact that Fallout New Vegas is already a DLC. Yeah, kind of <laughs> is. That, that's why I'm saying it. Like, I like the game, but it, it, was, it was small after Fallout 3. That was the problem. But, um, again, it's really... You also get a companion straight off the bat. I don't know if you get to choose other companions, but you get a dog that actually does shit. Well, we don't really know, timeline-wise, how how soon after you get out of the vault you get that companion. I know. Well, they're implying it's be soon. But the other thing that you were, like, looked like a little kid at Christmas was when you saw the, when you saw the planes and the jetpacks. I had... Three things that I really liked um, that I would have cried if they gave it to me earlier. Yeah. Uh, the first of which was the companion um, tools, I guess, kind of, where I can send the companion to yeah. go, you know, investigate things or pick things up for me. Rather than turning around, where the fuck did you go? Like, what happened? Right. I can send my dog to go pick up that wrench over there while I run over to this one over here. Yep, and it'll bring it to you. You know, that that got me really excited. You know, being able to give my companion commands just by hitting a button versus going into a full um, full menu. Yeah. Sweet. With that, 100%. Second, he calls in a chopper. <laughs> yeah, you like that because it wasn't even a chopper landing. They made it very clear that he <laughs> called it in. And that's when your eyes started to light up. He calls in a chopper and he jumps in the gunner seat and... Starts fucking shit up, and I couldn't have been happier. I that was his biggest gripe for years. That's all I would hear for from years. Him. You're gonna tell me that it, after nuclear war there isn't a single working vehicle yet? We kept the Hoover Dam running. Yep. No, it's true, and they kind of imply it with other factions in the game that they have access to things, and like the Enclave has in Fallout Three has access to the I don't even know if it's a plane, helicopter, whatever. Um, you know. Um, what is it? Fort McCarran. Yeah. Has all these airplanes. Nothing's wrong no, with that. Yeah. In Fallout New Vegas. So, I was a little irked at the earlier Fallouts for not having any vehicle support. I'm really liking the, that the chopper's available. You know, that was pretty neat. And, um... Jetpack. <laughs> you know what I would love to see? A motorcycle with a sidecar with your dog in it. Oh, dude, actually, I would like to see that. That would be pretty awesome, too. That would be amazing. It might be possible. don't even know Yeah, we don't know. They've never released everything about it. Although, at least, the one thing I do like about Bethesda is when they announce something big, like with Skyrim, when they announced it, too, is, like, they don't make you wait. It's coming out in November this year. They have a set date. There's none of this. You'll see it in the next two years. Thank you. So, finally, uh, they show us a clip of the guy in power armor. And it just fucking loads onto him. Well, that oh, that, was cool that's too. when he stepped into his power armor. I'm actually talking about the scene where he uses the jetpacks on the power armor. Yeah, yeah. With a minigun. <laughs> With a minigun. I 
just my pants, and I'm sorry everything for everything. No, it's the truth. Destroy everything with it. You know, jetpack alone. You forget the minigun. Jetpack alone gives you so much more maneuverability through that wasteland. Yeah, that was my biggest gripe. Like I'm replaying three, like everybody else now, <laughs> until you know, it comes how, out. How many times did you get stuck on a rock ledge that you can physically see? The I top could physically of? grab it with my hands and pull myself up. Right. You know, maybe the jetpack allows us to reach yeah certain areas and get around a little bit of like boulder and debris. You guys, you guys are worried about traveling, and all I can think about is just like how fucking rad it would be to have a fucking fat boy in a jetpack. Oh lord! <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think you guys about are like, that. It would be Holy so shit. cool to reach the top of the mountain. I'm like, I just want to fly nuke? around with a fat boy and just nuke and the just hell out of everything. The shit out of things. Not to mention, with the jetpack, you can probably go on top of houses and buildings and. Get higher in scale, yeah. But the weird thing with that is, it means that enemies will have jetpacks too. I'm only thinking that it's the Brotherhood of Steel, though. Well, we don't know because, um, again, being based in Boston, it's um, that's what they referenced in the uh, Replicated Man quest in Fallout 3 with the androids. Yeah. So, from what I'm gathering, it's kind of like a little bit of uh, the Brotherhood and the factions based out of some areas of uh, MIT... That are because the Brotherhood feels like all technology should belong to them to protect it and use it properly, and then you have a very advanced scientific community in a fucking post-apocalyptic wasteland. I didn't even actually think about that. Where people are drinking irradiated water, you know. So it's I think it's going to turn into a war, which again I will be psyched to. And I don't even know which side I would choose. I mean, I'm I can't just, wait. I'm totally psyched for everything that they they showed us, man. Like. It it's just beautiful. Looks too fucking good. Yeah, it looks good. too like, and the whole thing. If it was anyone but Bethesda, I wouldn't have believed the gameplay shots. They look too yeah. fluid and too pretty to be actual gameplay. Well, they they completely changed the engine. It's a brand new engine I know. for this game. But I'm saying, like you saw, like when they did um, Uncharted Three in a separate one, it crashed and they had to replay it, and they yeah. tried to make it out like it was gameplay, but it was obviously that it was a pre-rendered video. Yeah, that's what I mean. Bethesda. I can believe, even if that is a video, that was them taking video of actual play. Alright, so this week we covered a bunch of stuff. We talked about The Martian. We talked about Ready Player One. Got talked some Jurassic about... Park in there. <laughs> oh. we, trying to kill my childhood. I'm still going to see it. And... I'm going to see it no matter what you say. I don't trust your opinion on anything. Fine, yeah. but you will see and something we're definitely psyched about, Fallout 4. Fallout 4. Without Fallout question. Fallout 4 is for sure just going to be on our minds for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, uh, thanks for listening. Have a good fucking night. Later. Take care.